Welcome to the QB List Fantasy Football Podcast. I am the editor-in-chief of QB List, Eric Smith, and I am hosting today. We've given Miles Nelson the day off. Um, we decided my special guest here between the two of us, this would be a two-hour-long podcast if we brought Miles along. So um, he likes to talk just as much as I do. I'm really excited about this podcast. This is one of my favorite of the year, if not the favorite. So without further ado, uh, this is Nick Pollock from Pitcher List. And uh, he is here to basically just grill me on my rankings all day. So, Nick, welcome. Um, how much fantasy football prep have you done so far? What is happening? I've done nothing. <laughs> and th- th- this really is one of my favorite podcasts because, um, yeah, I don't really play fantasy football. I, I have like a eight-teamer that I do with my hometown league, and maybe you guys will let me back into the QB staff one. I don't know. I have no idea. I don't even remember when the first game is. Uh, but my job here is to is to be the common man eric and it, and i'm actually looking at your rankings for the first time so i'm i'm going to you know i've played this i've played this for years and i get thrown into all these leagues and i have some memory of things and i'm i'm going to grill you exactly right I, i'm here to set it straight today as you teach me everything i need for my upcoming draft can't wait. Uh, sounds great. I believe you still are in the highest ranking QB list staff league. So yes! we actually we are going to have to relegate some people this year, but you made the cut. So uh, more oh, of details course I on did. that to come. <laughs> Absolutely, I did. I think I made the playoffs once again. I almost won two years ago. Again, uh-huh. I should not have. I think it's a, you know really speaks to the sport itself. Definitely not the staff. Absolutely not the sport that I could um, you know succeed in this way. But anyway, um, last time we did this, um, my takeaway was that I was clipping with the audio, but. It was that I made certain picks uh, for um, who my favorite guys were. And I think I essentially just said, like, Daniel Jones and uh, Shepard, right? Those are my, like, two guys. <laughs> you were big on the Giants, that's for sure. Why? <laughs> hey, in the staff league, though, you got Kamara. That was all you needed. So if you hit oh, yeah, the first-round running back, you're good. Yeah, because I totally didn't listen to, like, some ranking or something and have the fourth pick or whatever it was. Right. wasn't just handed to me. You know, welcome to fantasy football. Hey, all right. So um, how I figured we would do this is we would just kind of go through each position. And uh, you kind of work through with me where the kind of the tiers are, the groupings, why this guy is that good or not, and kind of your strategies. And just kind of, you know, help me out. I need your help, Eric. It's it's why I I hired you and put you in this position for my own personal benefit to take down your own staff. You know, can't for wait. Sure. Yeah, I and I'm, we're in peak fantasy football season over here, so uh, it's good to have you on and kind of reset a little bit because some mm-hmm. of these talking points we've had for the past two months. Um, it's nice to have someone new into it to be like, wait, why is he ranked behind these five <laughs> players? And so it's really a nice way to reset my rankings and kind of look at things fresh again. So I'm looking All right. forward to it. So here we go. We're, we're going we're going after quarterbacks right away because of course it's QB list. This is what we're going to do, right. and uh, I mean, there's no question it's Patrick Mahomes number one. I don't, I, that, that's just like the Mike Trout situation. I get that. Mm-hmm. Now I am surprised. I mean, I do remember Josh Allen doing well last year, but I'm also really surprised everyone's like, yeah, Lamar Jackson is number three because wasn't he not as good last year? Yeah, well, some people have him uh, behind Kyler Murray at four. So um, Mm. I am probably one spot above on him. Uh, I really like Lamar because of his consistency. 
Um, you know, our projections at QB list have him topping a thousand rushing yards for the third straight year. He's had a thousand right. rushing yards the two years before. Um, mm-hmm. and he really caught on down the stretch last year. Um, he looked more like his old self where, you know, he, he blew up leagues in 2019. So he just has that elite ceiling and that, that rushing ability also gives him a really nice floor. So even the bad games, you're getting 12, 14, 15 points out of them. So, um, I just, I think that rushing ability is always there. They've tried to turn the offense a little more into a passing offense, but they are all hurt already all the new receivers so i just think it's more the same with lamar jackson running the ball a lot so we'll get to kyler murray but i just i think there are less questions with lamar why did they decide to get hurt that's just (laughs) that's just not a good thing to do there's going to be a lot of that talk today it's a a good day for that on this podcast (laughs) oh no oh no okay so i'm going to assume that josh allen to get him is like what second rounder or something what's the adp on that right now no he's um it's, it's basically, it depends on the league, obviously. Your home leagues may be a little different. Um, in some of our QB staff leagues, you can usually get Patrick Mahomes second or third round. He goes off the board late second, early third. Okay. Um, and then usually everyone tries to wait on Allen, Lamar Jackson, and Kyler Murray, and they all kind of mm-hmm. go off the board in the same range. Again, it depends on your league, but it may be more like fourth round or so. That, you know, that doesn't surprise me. You know, these are speedsters that also throw, right? So Allen, Jackson, Murray, it's all in that little grouping. Yep. And it's kind of interesting. I, I remember in one league, I got Justin Herbert. I think I started him over Lamar Jackson mm-hmm. a decent amount. Uh, he's already at six. Wasn't there also something crazy about Aaron Rodgers about not being a Packer for a moment? Or what am I thinking of? No, we've kind of gone through the same thing for two off seasons with uh, with Aaron Rodgers. So um, he kind of was forcing his way off the team, and now everything's good, and he's back in camp, and he's going to play. So Yeah, the um, chemistry's fine. He's not like – looked down upon as a leader now or anything like that no all all reports are that it's more between him and the general manager he's good with the coach he's good with his players i mean i think his best receiver Devontae adams probably would have revolted along with him if he wasn't playing so Mm. uh, i think the team goes where aaron Rodgers goes so the biggest question with Rodgers is just his touchdown rate um he he had a nine percent touchdown rate last year Uh, is that good it's it's excellent but it's okay. not very sustainable um <laughs> i he, have no reference point is that like by per pass no that's just touchdowns per attempt yeah so he had, okay. he had a nine percent rate which i mean he's been in the league for 13 years and that was his highest rate ever mm. um you know just just the second time he's topped uh, or no two other times he topped seven percent touchdown rate so he's due to decline in the touchdown right. rate and without that rushing ability that's why he's a tier below those others because he's just he's just standing back there throwing touchdowns instead of rushing as well so this is his 14th year, right? Yes. Okay, so next year will be his last one because AR15 needs to go out with a bang. Okay. And <laughs> exactly. I so all right, so this makes sense. I mean, I, Aaron Rodgers I get he's still going to be consistent, you know, foundation, everyone's happy with that. Mm-hmm. Justin Herbert really exciting. Uh I, who is it? Keaton Allen? Is that the the yep. wide receiver, right? Okay. Yep. Wonderful. Wonderful rapport there. Got to uh-huh. love it. Do they have anyone else now in uh with the Chargers? I mean, mainly Austin Eckler, the running back, is a really good pass catcher. Mike Williams is kind of a nice deep threat, but um, okay. there's not a lot after Keenan Allen, which makes it interesting. But Herbert mm. just looked so good last year in really his rookie did. year. And um, the only questions on him were kind of like, was he ready for the pro game? Could he process things quickly? Um, he had all the physical ability. So the fact that he looked that good year one, um, he's just he's one of the more exciting players you can get. So that's year. okay. I, so Rodgers and Herbert are kind of like that own tier. And then I do, I mean, I'm assuming, I, you don't have any tier on these uh inside of the draft uh the, the cheat sheet so so then prescott and wilson are they part of that tier or are they further down with like brady yeah so i have the first tier is mahomes allen jackson and murray 
And then mm-hmm. the second tier is Rogers, Herbert, Prescott, and Wilson. Um, and that, that, but that those two tiers together, that's where I want to get a quarterback this year if I can. So yeah. um, that's the cutoff for me is after Wilson at number. Yeah, you eight. don't want Brady. No one wants Brady. No. <laughs> In life. Well, no. yeah, he. Um, it's just it's like he's kind of um an elevated version of Rodgers. He's never going to run the ball. He just threw forty touchdowns in his age forty three season, and he was still like you know QB eleven on a point per game basis, even with all those touchdowns. Right, right. So it's just the ceiling is not as high. But he's going to be a starter every week that you're happy about. It's just he's a statue sure. back there. So okay, so I figure if you're going for you get one of those first eight, you're in a 12 teamer. So that means there are four teams that do not have a QB. And at this point, instead mm-hmm. of going for Brady or Stratford or Jalen Hurts, or I, I, I can't even tell you anything about Jalen Hurts, uh, you'd rather go for something to like shoot the moon for, right? Like that's mm-hmm. that's kind of your upside moment where those guys could be cycled in free agency. Is that right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and Hurts, I mean, he took over for the Eagles last year. Uh, he, you could kind of see him as like a poor man's Lamar Jackson. Um, we don't okay. know how great he is yet. We so don't he's know a runner. He's, yeah, he's absolutely a runner. So oh. um, I don't love the Eagles offense in general, but he's one who's going to give you a ton of rushing ability. Um, mm-hmm. And just he showed it down the stretch. So we'll see if the league adjusts. But he nice. is definitely a ceiling player. Uh, there is a low floor on him, though. Um, Stafford is going to be similar to Brady, um, not as much mobility, uh, but that Rams offense could be really exciting. And then like Ryan Tannehill, he's just kind of always there. He's been super efficient. Sure. Um, he's done it for two years now, so you can do a lot worse than him. Once we get past Tannehill, um, there are some interesting young players and it's kind of a question, like, are they going to start week one? Some of the rookie quarterbacks, but oh, really? there are some so Trevor guys. Lawrence might not go week Tra- one. He's pretty certain, although Urban Meyer is their coach now, oh, and no. he's doing. Sorry, very, I'm a Michigan boy, and uh, uh, he's uh, living up to his college <laughs> profile here. Um, he's trying to run the team like a college team, which doesn't always seem to work. And no. he's still playing the. Uh, he hasn't named a Week One starter yet, but it'd be crazy for Lawrence not to be the starter. But he hasn't announced it. Um, the big ones are Trey Lance for San Francisco and Justin Fields for Chicago. Oh. Um, they both have big time rushing ability. We just don't know when they're going to start. So, and there's also Taysom Hill, right? Doesn't he run? Yep, Taysom Hill. Uh, he's oh, battling he's with James with Jameis Winston. Though. Yeah, and yeah, Jameis looked gonna... really good in preseason. So I'm do that. I'm interested in both of them as like a late draft pick if you punted. The oh, position. I see. Yeah, yeah. But... That's kind of like whoever if, like, if whoever starts week one and then yeah. runs with it, then you'd be like, oh, cool. Jameis Winston's amazing now. This is great. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, I mean, they've got a really good coach, uh, Sean Payton, really good play caller. Um, Obviously, with Bree's gone and Michael Thomas is hurt, the offense doesn't look as good, but I still have faith that Mm. whichever one he picks is going to be pretty solid. So Okay, uh, so so I do want to ask about Burrow because uh, I remember he wasn't good at all, and then I think he picked it up midway through last year. Am I right about that? Yeah, so it was mainly his offensive line was horrible. So when they would play like the Ravens or the Steelers, he was just getting just battered all game. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, he was definitely picking it up until he had a horrible knee injury. So so that's 11. actually a really good question here because uh, yep. uh, first of all, you know Burrow. I mean, you're a Bengals guy. Yeah. So uh, and I feel I felt so bad. I remember this last year. I just felt so bad for you. <laughs> um, now now speaking of offensive lines, that's obviously a huge part of this. Yep. So what are the, the five best and five worst offensive lines, would you say? Well, the Bengals still uh, profile to be pretty bad. Um, the okay. Giants are one of the worst ones. Of course. Um, Never again. <laughs> of course. Yeah. Um, let me see some of the other bad ones. I mean, I know 
off the top. I mean, the Packers always have a good line. Um, the Chiefs okay. put a lot into their line this year. Oh, really? Um, yeah, they they because they got you know they fell apart in the Super Bowl because of all the offensive line injuries. So they mm. really committed to it. Um, the Chargers beefed up their offensive line quite a bit. Dallas already has a good offensive line. Um, it's kind of the ones you would expect. The Saints have a good offensive line. Um, as far as the worst ones, though, uh, I mean, yeah, the Giants and Bengals stand out. Uh, Carolina, um, they don't okay. project to have a real good line. Las uh, Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, some of those teams. Oh, the Pittsburgh. I can't forget the Steelers. They have a, a really bad offensive line. So. Oh, man. So it, when I hear that stuff, all I think is just like avoid, avoid as much as you can those running backs and those QBs. So that I know this is a silly thing, but I'm just like, yeah, let's just not. Let's just to, not. Some, to some extent, yeah. I mean, the Steelers are going to be a little different when we get to running backs just because their mm-hmm. running back is going to get so much volume that they sure. can overcome okay. it. But it is an issue for quarterbacks for sure. Um, right. Unless like, you know, if it's someone like, you know, Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers out there, um, they can overcome it. But uh, they actually, that's another really good offensive line is the Buccaneers. So but they don't have to worry know, about it because they have good lines. But. I'm going to bring this back to baseball. I, you know, if they're innings eaters, that's fine. But if it's 5-5 five, five year, right, who cares? So I don't, I don't know yeah. about that running back. If he has a lot of volume, if it's he just right. hits up, you know, hits his friend's butts every time, that's not. Well, you know, that's not getting anywhere. We'll, we'll okay. get to running back. It's a it's a tough year this year already. So uh, we'll sure. get to that. <laughs> okay. So so I, I do want to you know and, and talk to me about Tua then. Yeah. So Tua is just kind of betting on pedigree here. I mean, he's from Alabama. He was the what number three or four overall oh, pick last right. year. Yeah. Um, sure. So there's just a lot of pedigree. He was coming off that big injury last year. Um, so he's got another year to get healthy. And they added a lot to wide receiver for him. They added Will Fuller, who's a big play threat. They added Jalen Waddle out of Alabama, um, wide receiver. He's explosive wide receiver. Uh, so they just have a lot of weapons this year. They're a pretty stable team. Um, he's not going to give you like the rushing ability that Jalen Hurts does or some of these other runners, but he's not like a statue. So he's just kind of, I really like his surroundings. I think he's worth a shot. I mean, I've got him QB 15. So like, you know, you're probably not starting him, but he's, right. he's I think he could take a jump this year. I'm more excited about some of his pass catchers, but uh, okay. I, I do think he's in a really nice spot. And last one here, are we completely done with Matt and Ryan now? Is that is that just – is he too old? Yeah. Uh, I mean, Julio's gone now, too. I don't expect them to oh, be is quite he? as – Oh, is he done? I know. He's in Tennessee, so we'll get we'll What? Get that. Yeah. <laughs> That's so wrong. That feels so wrong. Well, then – okay, then, yeah, I understand a little bit more love for Tanhill then. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, and oh, yeah. I mean, it's just really yeah. – it, a lot has changed over the last couple of years – where if you don't have any rushing ability, you really need a special year out of quarterback. That's mm. that's why we all used to wait so long is because you could get Matt Ryan or Kirk Cousins late and they would give you pretty good years. But right. now you've got all these guys rushing for so many yards too. It's just, they're just, they're kind okay. of boring. So, so here we go. This is what I'm going to do for everybody. Okay. I'm going to give you the, the, uh, the early target, the middle target and the late target. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, so the early target, I'm, I'm a Justin Herbert boy. Okay. I'm in. I'm in on that one. You talked to me also that the line is good. Yeah. That sounds great. Uh, Mike Williams, I I remember the name, and because I know the name, I'm like, yeah, he's good, too. <laughs> Definitely. Um, Eckler's a really good pass catcher, too. So, um, yep. uh, pass catcher? You know what I mean. Oh, uh, yes. Running, yeah, a running quarterback that catches the ball. Uh, ca- catch runner was actually called. I don't even pass a running runner. back. Is that what we're talking about? No, no one that, like, <laughs> catch, like, balls, too, instead of just run. I mean, a passing threat, a pass catcher. I don't yeah, know where to go for Yeah, it. okay. I, I think it's a term. I'm, I'm saying it is a pass catcher. You yeah. heard it here first. <laughs> uh, um, but, yeah, I, I think Herbert's the one I'm going for um, yep. at QB. Then middle rounds, Jalen Hurts all, all day. Yep. All day Jalen Hurts. I, I know Love Hurts. 
I'm ready. I'm ready for it. And then late round, if I really need something, I will chase first week Jameis Winston. I imagine he's going to get the first opportunity. Yeah, I'll go for that. Yeah, um, Winston's yeah, going to be interesting. I'm, I'm very interested to see how that goes because he used to just be bombs away, lots of turnovers, lots of right. touchdowns, and Sean Payton might reel him in some. But yeah, I think he's got some upside there late. So yeah, my other late rounders would be, like I said, uh, Lance Fields. Um, I mean, mm. even like Zach Wilson has looked pretty good for the Jets as a rookie Wait, in training camp. So which one, Trey Lance or Justin Fields? Because also Lance Fields would be a That's, name, but <laughs> but uh, both of them. I think Lance has more like game breaking rushing ability. We just don't know when they're going to start. So if you oh, have a I league see. where you can like throw them on the end of your bench. Then... Yeah, you start with Winston and you yeah. end with Lance. Yeah, That's what you do. Uh, I also have a prediction that Jalen Hurts is going to be great the first three weeks and then terrible the rest of the season. I don't know, him, but I feel it. It's a Philly thing to do. Uh, so, so before we get to running backs and wide receivers, I want to ask, cause I mean, you, you just made it really apparent Julio Jones, not in, not in Atlanta anymore, right. Tennessee. I need to know who were the big names that switched this year, who that changed teams, new, new places. Who are the big ones off the top of your head? I know you're not going to get through all of them. How could you possibly? Well, you already took Julio from me. So, uh, well, thanks. I mean, you, you, you helped me. You told me I didn't take anything. No, um, I mean, he was the big one. I am drawing a blank, so I'm just scanning through my rankings here. But, um, I mean, it's mainly rookies, you know? It's mainly rookies mm. coming into the league in important spots. Okay. Um, that's a big part of it. There's a lot of, you know, quarterback rumors that we thought were going to happen, and they never really came through. I mean, we got Sam Darnold on the uh, Panthers. He's their starting quarterback. I don't know how oh, right, wait, who are the Who's the Jets guy then? That, that's Zach Wilson. They drafted uh, second overall pick, so they've got a rookie Oh, really? Yep. Is he good? Uh, he's actually looked pretty good. Well, people were kind of down good. on him considering he was the second pick coming into the year, but it's looked mm. pretty good so far. So I they are kind of low key looking solid. This, this he's not going to do well. I'll tell you why. I uh, I don't trust play- people in general with two first names. <laughs> right. Oh, and then I and... forgot. Yeah, I'm, I'm missing all the quarterbacks here. So Matthew Stafford is on the Rams, like I mentioned earlier. Oh, he right. Left, I knew he that. Left Detroit and Jared Goff that. went. To that the was Rams a huge thing on or... Twitter. Even though I'm a baseball guy on Twitter, I still saw that somehow. So yeah, yeah, and um. Yeah, so Jared Goff went to the Lions in that trade. So he's a, he's there now. Carson Wentz is with the Colts because Phil okay. Rivers retired. Um, that's why Jalen Hurts wow. is starting in okay. Philadelphia. Um, Wentz is kind of hurt, but he might play week one. So, you know, if that's mm-hmm. kind of a mess. But, um, yeah, yeah it was mainly quarterbacks. Um, I, I'll, I'll let you know on some when we get to the running backs and receivers. But well, let's do it right now. So it's cool to see McCaffrey still number one, even though he pretty much missed all of last year. Yeah, We're just like he's that good of a talent. So is he the de facto number one pick everywhere now? Yeah, he is. His upside is just untouchable. And even the three games he played last year, he averaged 30 points a game. Like he's just, (laughs) he's insane. So, but it does kind of show you the running back position that the far and away number one is he still missed all last year with injury. So that's um, that's absurd. Yeah. You can poke holes in all these guys, but um, his ceiling is unlike any other. Didn't you say that the Carolina uh, offensive line is terrible? Yeah, but it's always been pretty bad with McCaffrey. So he okay. catches so many passes. Um, yeah, sure, and he just sure. looks so good, and he's such a focus of the offense. But that... it's Sam Darno. Okay. It was All Teddy right. Bridgewater last – well, I guess he was hurt last year. But um, <laughs> I don't know. They play. They got some decent play callers. So I, I think McCaffrey is the least of your concerns. He'll he'll put up his numbers as good long enough. as he didn't just hit an um, injury wall or something. But I mean, um, I'm I'm going to take Kamara. I'm sorry. But he's the. It looks to me like he's the number one guy there. Latavius Murray, you have at sixty. I. Uh, I mean, Kamara. I mean, sure, Kamara. It's not. It's not a breeze. 
Sure, but even with Taysom Hill there, like he got his, he got into the groove with him, right? Didn't he one week? It was like bad yeah. for like two, and all of a sudden he's like, oh no, I'm fine now. No, exactly. People are worried about that. Um, first two weeks though with Taysom Hill, it was bad for sure. He didn't. Right. Get, uh, he had five combined targets. Um, the next two games he had 16 combined targets. So that that yeah. sounds a lot like with Breeze. So I, I think he's fine with either. And with Michael Thomas hurt early in the year as well, like they're going to give him the ball as much as he can handle. Sure. So. Um, he's my number three behind Dalvin Cook, um, but they are both – all three of those are my top tier running back. I mean, it's well, Alvin and Dalvin. Yeah. Um, but but Cook gets the D, I guess, uh, against that's like – oh, man, that sounded really bad. I meant like defense <laughs> on their heels. Yep. Uh, wow. Okay. I'm going to move past that. I'm not going to go for Cook. I, I remember he got super hurt two years ago, and I think. And I don't know. It's just for whatever reason, that's just like, nah, it's not Cook. I can't. Yeah, I guess that's all they have, though. It's Kirk Cousins and who? who I mean, who's their wide receiver? Was, I mean, he was the well. They have two really good receivers, Adam Thielen and Justin Jefferson. Um, who? I mean, he. We all thought he was injury prone after the 2018 season, and he's crushed it the last two years. Mm, so Dalvin sure. Cook has. So I mean, he's been uh, almost 300 PPR points in 2019 and over 300 last year. So uh, he's kind of proven people wrong. Um, he is entering age 26 season, and he's had those injuries in the past. But you know. Uh, you kind of just have to ride him. I think he's, he's, he's been so good and he's such a huge, it's basically they either give the ball to, to cook or they throw it to Thielen and Jefferson. They're super easy gotcha. offense. To yeah. I totally those. forgot about Jefferson, right? He exploded yeah. like what week three or something last year. And it's just yep. bam. Yeah. Okay. And what do you know? It's your boy, Aaron Jones at five always. Yep. Um, I remember when we were, we were waiting for Derek uh, Henry to really become a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, like two years ago, I guess last year he did explode. I mean, I for, oh my, I've got all of this. I'm so happy <laughs> you're here, Eric. You're saving me for sure. No, uh, he's had two really good years in a row. Um, the reason he doesn't crack the top three is just because he doesn't catch the ball at all. Um, how dare you know? he? Yeah. So I mean, that, that's going to hurt you in PPR leagues. I mean, he rushed for two thousand yards last season, um, which is an insane number, and he still wasn't the RB one. So it just shows mm-hmm. you like without the pass catching, you've got a long ways to go. So he's, he's a rock solid player, but um, right. maybe not CMC talent. You know, it's interesting. I'm seeing a lot of guys here. I remember having this conversation with you last year. Cause I was, I was like, Hey, Jonathan Taylor, you're my boy. Cause of Do- Jonathan Taylor Thomas. And I just want to make all those jokes, <laughs> right? but, but he was also in a committee a bit. And it's clear now that he's the number one back. Is that right? Yeah, for sure. And it took him a little okay. while to get going last year, but once he did, he looked really good. Um, his biggest questions are just, is Carson Wentz going to be good? Um, you know, how's the offense yeah, going to look overall? Carson will be fine. Yeah. They It'll did. Be uh, their best offensive lineman got hurt, but he should be ready close to the season. There's a few questions there. Um, there's also a little bit of question, just how many passes is he going to catch from Carson Wentz? Uh, he had mm. Philip Rivers last year who throws to running backs more than anyone. Um, so hopefully that wasn't kind of his ceiling in pass catching, but yeah. Um, He's just so talented on the ground. Um, he's young, prime of his career. I, I've got him RB eight, so okay. yeah, he's, he's definitely a first round pick. So okay, this is this is. Uh, I, I want to ask this now. What is the first round typically right now? You know, if you're talking about the first twelve rounds, are we talking like the first twelve running backs off the board? Maybe eleven with like Kelsey, who I assume is still the number one tight end. He's got to be. It, it's pretty close. Um, it does depend on the league, but I would say you're going to get Devontae Adams and Tyreek Hill in the first round. Um, okay. Kelsey in most leagues, and then it's pretty much running backs other than that. So right, so, so you see Eckler so. at the end of that every time. Yeah, yeah. If you 
if you pick at the end, you're going to get a lot of, um, depending on how people feel about Saquon's injury. Uh, but yeah, you're going to get a lot of Eckler, maybe Jonathan Taylor. Um, those are going to be the types there. I want to, I want to double up here. I want Eckler yeah. and I want, I want Herbert. I'm in. Oh yeah. I mean, that's I, nice. I'm I like so that. in. Well, yeah, I, that sounds great to me. So give me the end of the end of the first round. Third sure. round comes around. Can I get Herbert in the third round or do I, can I wait till fourth? No, you can wait past the third for sure. Yes. So, yeah. Yes. And, and Eckler's nice. Win all my leagues. Yeah. I think people sleep on Eckler because he, I mean, rushing wise, his numbers aren't great. He's rushed between like 500 and 600 yards a year, but his pass catching is just elite. And um, he somehow dodged the bullet going from uh, Philip Rivers to, you know, a bad quarterback. He just got Justin Herbert right away. So he's just in a mm. perfect spot for a pass catching running back. So. so, all right. So, so when is the teardrop really of running backs here? Um, I mean, is it like a locked top four, five? I mean, cause I remember, I remember like, for example, last year you had like four guys, mm-hmm. which is like, those are the top four every single time. When yep. does it start to get a little bit interesting? So it's pretty much McCaffrey cook and Camara at the top three. Um, I've seen Zeke sneak in there a few times. I've seen okay. Derek Henry. Great sneak offensive in there. line. Yeah. yeah. So it's, but the, there's tier one and then tier two, which goes from Derek Henry to Saquon. Um, that's the top nine running backs. Uh, I think that's a really solid group. And then 10 to 18 is still my, that's my tier three. That's kind of okay. your second round tier. And there's some really fun names there. Um, but once you get past there, the, you start getting a lot more question marks and there's even question marks in that tier too, but okay, uh, so those so first nine are who you want. Really, Talk right to there. me, this guy at, at Pittsburgh that you were saying is just going to get so much volume. Yeah. Najee Harris. Um, I think Everyone in the league is out of Alabama, apparently. But um, <laughs> no, he's uh, they picked him in the first round of the draft, and they basically were just telegraphing it. They were going to take Najee Harris. They needed someone to take um, some pressure off of Roethlisberger. They always liked having a lead back. That's the way that Mike Tomlin likes it there, their coach. Um, but James Conner had been hurt a lot lately. Um, and, and so they, they basically have telegraphed this, that they want Najee Harris on the field all the time, catching passes running the ball a ton, taking some pressure off Roethlisberger. So it's pure volume, but he's also a first-round rookie running back. Um, I, and it's he's. I don't think he's going to be one of those running backs where it's like, oh, let's ease him in with the, the other backs until week four, and then he'll take sure. over. Like, they're, they're, they have drafted a, like a fourth-round running back every year lately, and they don't seem to like any of them. So Harris is just slotted in just for the full workload right away. Um, and I, it's just, you know, with the past of James Conner having a really big season – and um, obviously Le'Veon Bell before that. And then um, Ryan Heath wrote an article for us um, looking at what it takes to be like a breakout running back, um, you know, kind of like a league winning running back. And Najee Harris was one of those that fit the bill of someone who could do it. So just looking at different different metrics. So, uh, yeah, there's just a lot to like. I know it's you're going in a little blind because he's a rookie. Um, but uh, I got a mid second round in our mock draft yesterday, and I was really happy about that. I started Devontae Adams with pick six and then took him. Uh, mid second, and that was a good start for me. You love your Packers, don't you? I do. I, it's, uh, it's, they have a good quarterback. What could I say? Yeah, yeah, that's a very good point. He does distribute the ball a lot, uh, but that makes a good quarterback. Um, and DeAndre Swift, did he really come into that role last year? So you, yeah, we're projecting with Swift a little bit too. So um, I'm also backing off a little bit cause he's had a groin injury in uh, training camp. He's back now, but they're saying he needs to get his conditioning back up. Um, it's the thing with Swift is that he's young. Um, he, they used a high pick on him last year. They have a new coaching staff. They have a pretty decent offensive line and he catches a lot of passes. Um, we're going to start getting to players after Swift that like don't catch passes or getting up there in age. Um, so I've been lowering him just cause of the preseason stuff. And I understand if you want to 
dodge him because of the injury in preseason. But um, there, there's just there's a lot of potential there. He's talented and he's a really good pass catcher. So we'll see. They just they have no receivers in Detroit. It's basically their running game and T.J. Hawkinson at tight end. So somebody's got to get the ball. And if he can stay on the field, I think he's going to get a big workload. I mean, how is Ceh Clyde Edwards-Helaire all the way down here at uh, at eighteen? Isn't he? Uh, isn't he amazing? Uh, he was no, he wasn't especially amazing last year. Um, no? we, we had hyped him up into the first round, and we, people were drafting him like seventh overall last year because the Chiefs drafted right. him. Um, he, I also I dropped him down a few spots because he twisted an ankle. I, he's probably fine, but I got a little worried about that. But um, he was the RB twenty-two on a point per game basis last year. Um, he just didn't have the pass catching role that we thought he would. That I mean, he's a small back um, that catches passes. We thought he was going to thrive with Mahomes. And I wonder if Mahomes just throws the ball downfield too much to bother checking down to a running back. Um, so he needs to take a step. He needs to catch a lot more passes, get more receiving yards. And he just wasn't scoring touchdowns. Um, but he's going to be on the field on one of the league's best offenses. So he's definitely worth a shot. He's someone you can get at the end of the second round, beginning of the third, depending on your draft. Um, take a shot on them. Um, it's just, I, they need to change their offense a little bit where they, they get them the ball downfield a little more, you know, kind of design more plays for them. I, I just don't sure. think Mahomes is going to dump it off to him. Okay. Okay. Um, now David Montgomery is a little bit of a surprise for me. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess he's the only guy, but he's always been this, I don't know. He's been all right, but never, you never are excited to start David Montgomery. Right. Um, he caught fire down the stretch last year, though. Um, you may okay. have been uh, shifted over to uh, baseball mode by then. I'm not sure. I mean, <laughs> uh, no, I, I'm sure he did. Mode. I was like, yeah, football. Yeah, he did things. No, no. He, he caught fire last year at the end of the season. Um, he was catching a bunch of passes. I mean, he was getting four and a half targets a game last year, um, had 54 receptions on the year, which is pretty solid. And uh, yeah, he's the guy. I mean, his competition is uh, Tarek Cohen, who's five foot six, coming off an ACL injury. Oh, right, um, right. A, a five nine six round rookie, uh, Khalil Herbert, and Damian Williams, who they brought over from the Chiefs, who hasn't played. He opted out last year, so he's got no competition. Um, he's steady. Uh, you're right, though. Like coming out of college, he was not um, just kind of by the metrics. He was not an explosive athlete, so he's definitely a volume guy. And we'll see how their offense is, whether it's Andy Dalton or Justin Fields. Um, but, I mean, he did it last year. So, uh, he, he showed a little more than some of these running backs below him on the list. Oh, man. So, I, I'm trying to just internalize all of these right now. So, you said that right. it was 10 to 18 were the second, you know, real crop of, of guys, yeah. right? So, yeah. I'm just trying to understand the draft flow of the first round. You have really nine go. Um, yeah. And that's really the first round is up to Saquon Barkley, essentially. Then the second round really is another eight, I would assume, as guys start adding maybe some wide receivers or maybe mm-hmm. they go after Kittle. I don't know why Waller's here. I know he did well. Get that out of here. It's Kelsey and Kittle. You I missed it this offseason. It was getting wild. Waller hype was getting out of control. I, I was seeing it's in Scott silly. Fishbowl people taking Waller above Kelsey. I think they were just trying to make a point. but Just silly. Uh, okay. yeah, I mean, he, he was good. He had, I believe he had the same amount of targets last year as um, Kelsey. Yeah, they both had 145 targets last year. So, I mean, Kelsey's got Mahomes throwing the ball while Waller has Derek Carr. So that's the difference in my eyes. But uh, Waller is a really good player. He's one of the few tight ends that's going to get like wide receiver volume. So, 
Yeah, I understand those three and stuff. I have no idea who Kyle Pitts is. I think you're just making up names and throwing it onto this sheet at this point. Are you ready for the Kyle Pitts talk? I mean, sure. I mean, we're going to come back. I okay. assume there's not much to talk about. I think with tight end, so we can just knock this out now. Okay. Let's so, get the Kyle Pitts talk. So Kyle Pitts is the rookie. Um, the Falcons took him with their first pick. Uh, I believe it's three or four in the draft. Um, so it's drafted super high. He's basically like a receiver. He's like six foot six and ran a four four forty. Um, oh, and I was listening to some podcasts this offseason, like some really good scouts that I trust fantasy football wise. He said like he was their number three. Uh, he was his number three receiver coming into the draft. If you counted him like a receiver and he's a tight end. So the, the hope with Pitts is that he's basically a receiver that you get to play at tight end. Um, he's in Atlanta. So he fills in, not that he's going to be Julio Jones, but there's a big opportunity there. He fills in for him. It's just Ridley and Pitts and Russell Gage. So um, I, there's a huge downside for Pitts because rookie tight ends usually do not do well at all. Um, but I do think his ceiling is pretty high. So what I'll say with Pitts is, I have him ranked as the fourth tight end, um, and I stand by that ranking. But where he goes overall, I'd never take him. So right. um, you, I would, if I'm going to draft one after those first three, I, I would rather take a shot on him, but I'd rather it be a couple rounds later. Yeah, so so I, I, I'm i just from an outsider. I don't know what I'm talking about. And, hey, welcome to this podcast. Nick has no <laughs> idea what he's doing. Um, Eric knows everything. I, I would imagine a rookie tight end who's more of a wide receiver doesn't come across as someone that can take the physical toll that is being a tight end. You know, there's a reason why those guys have to be giant and stuff is because they're blocking and they're getting in there. And, you know, why are Kelsey and Kittle often injured, even though those are massive humans? Right. You know, it's because they have to do those things. And a rookie, I don't know if he's going to be able to just go, hey, I'm going to go frolic off 20 yards out now. You know, that's just not going to be the life of Pitts. So well, the hope is that they use him like a wide receiver. They line him up wide a lot. They line him up in the slot. Like we don't want our tight ends blocking for fantasy football purposes. Uh, right. So that's kind of the hope. I mean, that's what Waller, Waller's almost like a slot receiver. That, that's what we're hoping here. So I agree. If they try to use him like a normal tight end, uh, it's not going to go well. Um, they do have Hayden Hurst, who is a competent tight end so if they run two tight end sets maybe Hurst is the blocker Pitts is out wide so okay uh, we're, we're just hoping that they pretend like he's a receiver here like you remember gotcha. like Marquez Colston years ago for the Saints I don't know if you were playing yeah, back then totally no yeah. I, I do remember Colston I mean he was yeah. a regular though that wasn't a tight end though he but was just when he broke onto receiver. the scene he was he had tight end eligibility oh did I believe really? I won a league like that one year of my home that's league funny. and they still hate me for it so that, yeah, that's what we're should. hoping for with Pitts um that's great <laughs> yeah. I, I otherwise I mean Okay, so let's say I miss on the first three. Actually, by the way, I won't. I I am someone. Second round comes, I'm probably getting a a tight end. Okay. Uh, because that's just I, I feel like that's the way to go. Um, it's uh, it's just I don't want to think about it. I want to have a good tight end, and it's all about in fantasy sports. Both ways, all about consolidating talent. Mm-hmm. tight ends are the one that's harder to consolidate talent in unless you you spend the pick but wide receiver hey you could show up and what do you know justin jefferson is number eight right now because whatever mm-hmm. um and you know, i just feel in jonathan taylor is eight right now for running backs but tight ends you still got killed you still got kelsey maybe you looked at him waller but you understand what i'm getting at yeah waller you can probably get um towards the end of the second um kittle you can get around there sometimes even the third you can get kittle so, so kittle got hurt last year right what was it yeah 
Kittle's had some injury stuff. Yeah, he was hurt last year. Um, he's also, you know, he might have the change from Jimmy Garoppolo to Trey Lance, which we're excited about Trey Lance, but um, you never know how that will go with a new quarterback. But it's really he hasn't been the massive touchdown scorer and just staying healthy. Um, but touchdowns can be fluky, and same with injuries. I mean, it's hard to know if someone's injury prone. You have or not. sixteen like, games. Yeah, so I have one hundred sixty-two, and it's fluky. Yeah, exactly. So we're talking Kittle, sixteen games. Kittle has the efficiency, like on yards per reception, stuff like that. Where if he played a full season and scored 10, 11, 12 touchdowns, like he he's the tight end one probably. It's like, half a month of baseball. Yeah, you guys are talking about half a month of baseball. All right, yep. I'm sorry. No, it's it's mad. You don't have to. Tell I come me. into your home, and this is what I'm gonna do. Um, it, it's it's unreal. Okay, so who then? If I'm not getting those first three, let's say I'm just like you know what? Oh man, I can get Eckler, and I can get Saquon, and all these wonderful things. How am I gonna hold all these amazing players? Right. Uh, who is the guy then? That's not inside the top three. Then and not Pitts because as you mentioned, too high rank and stuff. Who is the guy that's I should take the chance on. Well, I mean, so my first tier is Kelsey. Well, I think I have Kelsey in his own tier, but my first tier is basically Kelsey Waller and Pitt, uh, and Kittle. Um, mm-hmm. My second tier though is Pitts, Hawkinson and Andrews. Um, so I think that's pretty clearly the top six um, Hawkinson. It's in his third year. He should make a pretty big jump in Detroit. Um, you can get him a little later on, maybe around fifth round or so. Um, but I'm assuming if you want to go past them, uh, my favorite is Logan Thomas uh, for the Washington football team. Um, he had 110 targets last year, which was, I mean, I think only three tight ends topped him. Um, and he went from having Alex Smith and a bunch of check down quarterbacks that just got him nothing down the field and no touchdowns. Now he has Ryan Fitzpatrick. That's another person who changed teams. He is the oh, Washington, Washington football team quarterback. Oh, how is, is not- he still around? He is, he is like the Bartolo Cologne. I, I, think, I think the beard and the, the locker room presence that keeps him around. So um, unreal, but he's better than Alex Smith and Dwayne Haskins and what they rolled out last year. He can get the ball downfield. Um, and Thomas had a ton of targets last year, just couldn't convert them into enough touchdowns. But um, I really like Logan Thomas. If you skip those top six, he's, he's my okay. favorite. And I mean, I'm looking at his ADP right now. It's more like uh, seventh round eighth round. I mean, I've even got him in the ninth or 10th. So he's my later round one. And, and how do we feel about Jared cook? He's just, I mean, it's fun because he's in um, in Los Angeles with the <laughs> yeah. Chargers. That's um, the only reason why I'm mentioning. No, he, he'll score touchdowns. He's just, he might have like 400 yards receiving. He's he's getting up there at age. He's probably like 36 or so by now, I think. So okay. um, he's on the end of his career. He'll score some touchdowns. It's just, I don't think there's much receiving yardage I, upside. I'm playing the game right now of trying to match the tight end to the QB. Okay. So Adam Troutman. Because uh, we're thinking of Jameis as kind of like that slinger. Yeah. Uh, who is that guy? Well, he just got hurt yesterday, and oh, it looked wonderful. like it was going to be bad. But now they say it's not as bad as it looked. So we're still waiting on injury news. Um, he's like a real wild card. Um, they had Cook last year in the Saints and New Orleans. Um, he's replacing him. He's in his second year. He's barely had any work. Um, he's a good athlete coming out of college. So there's a lot of good things there. And there's a lot of opportunity with Michael Thomas gone. Um, it's just, we haven't seen anything from him yet. So it's, you're really banking. He's, he's the type that, um, you draft late and you, you're ready to move on from early if it doesn't work out. But oh, right. We, I mean, we've got to see what his tight end. Like. You do not get two tight ends. You get one. Yeah, and exactly. You just call it a day. Thank you. I'm glad I, you agree with that. Oh, I mean, come on, <laughs> come on. We all know this. Uh, so 
I mean, I, I'm just I'm just doing my thing now. Okay, who am I going for at tight end? I'm going after Kelsey if I can. Then it's Kittle. And if not that, then I guess your boy Mark Andrews because he's the last of that tier, and I'll just wait for that. Yeah, don't call him my boy, but, you know, he's he fine. He was, yeah, okay, fair enough. Okay, I don't know. <laughs> never mind. Never mind. I'm out on I'm out on Andrews. Well, uh, I don't know. I mean, it's 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 that Ravens passing game isn't that exciting. But sure. like I said, they did have they have some wide receiver injuries right now, so they may need to use them quite a bit. So okay. I mean, he's I'm not a bad pick. Then I'm gonna get Troutman then. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna get Troutman. It's gonna be great. <laughs> I would order. typically okay. go with the top eleven. Um Troutman <laughs> is, is gonna twelve. How are you gonna I, do that to me? He's he's well, he's a little risky now, especially with the injury. That's all killing me. Killing but, me, Eric. All right. So we're going back to running backs. Okay. Um, and uh, you know, so so it was Antonio Gibson, DeAndre Swift, Nick Chubb, Mixon, Montgomery, Dobbins, Carson. And let me I, I'm just gonna tell say right now what I, I think of this, right? Antonio Gibson, steady Eddie. He's got the job in Washington, whatever. Not exciting. Does not have like RB1 written all over him. Mm. But does he? Does he actually? He was he was one of uh, Ryan Heath's breakout candidates in his article. But is, was, a, that, yeah. was that your breakout candidate though? I, I mean, I keep moving him up. I've got him up to running back 11 now. Um, right. He was, I mean, out of college was an explosive athlete who was basically a receiver. And he showed his rookie year that he could run the ball. Um, they gave JD McKissick like 110 targets out of the backfield last year. Um, and he did not do much with them. I think he had about 500 yards on it. And if they just give him some of that passing game work, uh, he could have a big year here. Uh, I mean, he's just, he's an explosive athlete, uh, six foot, uh, four, three, nine, 40. It's a second oh, year. Wow. So he's in the prime of his career. Um, it's just passing game work, but it was really impressive that his rookie year, he came through on the ground. Cause that was sure. kind of a question mark. So we just, we just need McKissick out of the way. Uh, just, you know, take away those 110 targets and give uh, Gibson maybe, you know, 30 more of them. Like, that, that's all we need here. So, I don't know. I think he's a really talented player. Um, we definitely haven't seen him live up to RB1 status. But I, if everything clicked, he could have a big year. Okay. Um, now, my favorite one is probably number 12. And why? Because Swift does not miss. <laughs> and that's an amazing Pokemon reference. But I will say, uh, you said it's Jared Goff now in Detroit, right? Yeah. Yeah. Goff, you do not have faith in an amazing passing game. So what do you do? You go with Swift. He's going to check down, as you're talking about. He's going to be yep. given to Swift a lot. There's no one else inside that backfield now. And he, and he also established himself in the second half of last year. I, I, I'm, I'm saying of these, Swift is my favorite one okay. because of this. And again, he does... He, does not miss now chubb the whole thing with chubb and hunt is just making me i'm out i'm not touching it i i know that like they will be good for my teams yeah but because he doesn't have that i don't think that that rb1 ability just because they're going to split i mean until an injury happens and good luck with injuries so i'm not even going to mention those ever again yeah i uh, so i'm out on that one joe mixon your boy has to deal with burrow and nah mm, nah Oh, not he was hurt all last year with a mysterious injury, and you know it's just um, not, not the for team's me. not going to be that good. They're not going to be playing right. ahead a lot. So Dobbins, um, maybe, but no, I think I think that's just going to be the Lamar Jackson show. Yeah, and they just he pass he doesn't pass to the running backs at all. So yeah, Dobbins is just going to have to do it all on touchdowns and rushing, and it's just now, that caps the ceiling. And Chris Carson, uh, he's stable. He's yeah. a good one. I feel like in Seattle, they're like, okay, well, we're going to make sure that they get all their touches. And there really isn't. Who's the back of the Rashad Penny? Not nah, yeah. nah. Okay, so I'm okay with Chris Carson as like my my third if I'm being aggressive earlier on. Mm -hmm. 
But yeah, he's, uh, he's really cool. stable. They got a new coordinator yeah. now that might kind of breathe some life into their offense. They got they were lit it on fire the first half of the year last year and then fell apart second half. So uh, they could get a little more consistent season. Um, sure. Yeah, Carson's super steady. So so. Um, yeah. So I'm really sorry, guys. We're already around like 40 minutes and change. You know, we make it a little bit long on this one, <laughs> but I, I don't know any of this. And, uh, you know, we're, uh, we will blaze through past, you know, like the I mean, we have up to 75 here. We're not going to go to 75 RBs, no, no. but uh, we're going to go through at least this one quicker. Um, and so after you said that up to 18, up to Clyde. Mm-hmm. okay which is i love that name clyde by the way it's, I think it's just amazing <laughs> um the uh you have daryl henderson the lead back of the rams yeah um there isn't another is there or is it xavier jones it looks like well yeah because this is where cam Akers was um everyone was all oh, over yeah. him in the first round he got hurt what happened to him he's, is he hurt he's out for the year yep achilles injury so that's a real uh, bad one for running back what is so. the what is like the the average longevity of a running back See, that's what I was just talking about in our Discord today. It's getting really tough because it seems like we're in a spot right now where we can't trust these young players until we see that they can handle the NFL workload. And then by the time we know we can trust them, it feels like their peak is like three seasons long. So it's like you got to catch them just at the perfect time. I mean, there's some running backs that can keep going and, you know, look good for years. And there's some like Todd Gurley that just fall off the face of the earth. So that's why people are going for zero running back is because Mm. this is a mess. Like get your one good running back early. And if you can't get that, just draft a bunch of receivers that are more reliable. Interesting. Uh, It's hard. I'm going to zig while they zag um, and get all the running backs uh, because I just need to have more of them. So what that will survive. Um, But I... Yeah, it's almost like there's a correlation between playing this game and getting hurt. Yeah. You know, I, I as, yeah. shouldn't exist, Eric. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm just joking, no, guys. No. I'm just joking. I'm no, and I will your... like. I know. I, I think the league <laughs> is getting, around. No, the league around, is getting please. better though. Like I, I can tell over the last few years, the players are a little more. They understand where the league needs to go. Um, I think we've seen injuries get better, but some of these injuries, like ACLs, yeah. and those are just. I'm gonna. I will game. say this. This is a complete tangent here. Yeah. We've seen in baseball double the amount of injuries as well. Yeah. And my thought process is, in general, when you when it comes to athletics, um, and you have a growing crop of interest, you know, you just have more and more people every single year. Yeah. All their dreams are to not only be this amazing athlete and competitor, but to also make all the money and the fame and fortune that comes with being an athlete and a, and a you know star. Mm-hmm. So we have more people trying to get in, yeah. which then is demanding more out of them to get there. So what you have when people actually show up are people that are being overworked and and essentially more susceptible to being injured because they're at a certain peak that maybe our bodies can't handle. Yeah. Uh, and I think this is not going to go away at all. So, I mean, it's not just football of like injuries being a thing. I think it's, you know, yeah. and I will also say the third thing is that communication is better when it comes to coaching and players now. The people will be more open mm-hmm. about being hurt in the first place. Yeah. Concussion IL and stuff did not exist right. for way too long. Yeah. You know, it, it's it's unbelievable. Um, so th- this is probably why you're not thinking like, oh, the older guys were tougher. No, yeah. they were just uh, no. Um, so that, that's pro- part of the problem as well here. But. Yeah. I'm gonna I, I'm gonna speed this along, Eric. We gotta. <laughs> I, I'm taking too much of your time, all of our listeners' time. I hope this is entertaining. I don't know, as I just do this for my fantasy leagues. Um, <laughs> so Daryl Henderson, Mike Davis, 
Travis, I've never seen these names before. Travis NTN. Well, Travis ETN is hurt now. ETN. So okay, Trey Sermon. Yeah. Um, that sounds like he got a three doses of church in the morning. That's <laughs> Trey Sermon. Uh, he's uh, He seems like I'm only gauging this based on seeing another running back in these rankings. So Trey right. Sermon looks like the only guy. In they got Francisco. Mostert lower down. Raheem Mostert. Oh, well, I missed that. I remember right. that name, though, because of the condiment. Um, right. So okay. Sermon's the rookie out of Ohio State. It's just typical, you know, when are yeah, they going to yeah, trust right. the rookie? Um, yeah, I'm not going to go Mostert. for that. Not I just don't trust Mostert Sermon. to hold up to a workload. So sure. I think Josh, Sermon might be the last one. Stand. Josh Jacobs, wasn't he a solid guy last year? And I know Ken and Drake is there now, but eh, whatever. It's Josh Jacobs game. He's just kind of boring. He'll get you 14 points don't a game. That. Touchdown dependent um, on a team that's trailing a lot, probably. He's just, he doesn't catch passes. Bad team. Offensive line got worse. Um, and Okay, so I remember last year, Moss versus Singletary in Buffalo. That yep. was a maddening thing to deal with, right? Yeah, we don't really have much clarification here. I mean, I think um, Singletary's been in the league longer. Um, he's a small back. We kind of know he can't be the lead back. If someone was going to do it, it would be Moss. Um, he's shown he needs to stay on the field a little more than he has. Um, but he is able to catch the ball a little bit. Um, he has more of a between-the-tackles profile but the, the issue is that josh allen steals touchdowns uh, on the ground so what a um, thief yeah so, so uh there's not much left over by the time uh allen's done and stefan Diggs and the passing game's done so that's the issue with them but moss is the type he, he's one of the last ones where um i can see some upside it's kind of that last tier and i do think it's worth taking a shot on him i just wouldn't count on uh, gotcha. a breakout from him okay so so last two i'm going to mention so yeah right james robinson now the main guy in jacksonville yeah. where does he now go into these ranks uh, he's up to about RB20, right around that Daryl Henderson, Mike yeah, Davis okay. range. Um, right. I, some people have him higher. Um, I, I think, I, like I said, I don't trust Urban Meyer a whole lot. Um, they also brought in Carlos Hyde, who he loves, who's not that great, but I oh, think no, they're no, going to no, mix no, him no, in no. more. So, um, Sadly, we want him to be more like Jekyll, but he's just Hyde. Exactly. And uh, it's not it's not what you want. Uh, I, I mean, the way I'm seeing it right now is uh, I expect these guys to get hurt. So, so essentially, I'm going to get my first two. Yep. I already explained it's going to be Eckler. And it's probably going to be Swift um, because I, of course, can choose everything I want in my drafts. <laughs> um, then uh, for my third, it will likely be the last one standing that has a definitive job. Right. And I'm trying to figure out of these ranks, who is the last one that is like that is the guy? Because, I mean, it could be Fournette, but the, I, I see Ronald Jones. But at the same time, wasn't Fournette stealing all this stuff at the end of the year? He, he got hot in the playoffs before the playoffs and before they won the Super Bowl. He kind of looked on his way out of the league, but then he got hot and they called him playoff Lenny. So, mm. um, you know, he's, he, I think that's earned him the start for the season. Uh, I think Ronald Jones is uh, the more talented back, but neither of them were very good catching the ball last year. They brought in Giovanni Bernard from the Bengals. He'll be the third down back. So I don't love either of them. Um, I think Damian Harris, if you're looking for one with a role, um, nah, he's pretty clearly. Never. I know Patriots never. running back. I know. Okay. Never. How dare you, Eric? I, I yeah. skipped it over. I, I didn't yeah. even no, no. And who and who's Michael Carter? You see the Jets guy? He's a rookie. Is there but who's the other one? I don't even see another Jet. Uh they're not great options. They're uh, I mean in general, yes. <laughs> uh Ty Johnson, some people draft super late. Um they brought in Tevin Coleman, but I think he's just a veteran presence. Um, wait, it's, wait a, a it's a mess. Wait a second. Hold on. Am I, am I, I think I'm getting this right. The Jets. 
the Jets. Okay. Their their number one wide receiver is Elijah Moore. It sounds like that's a rookie. Yes. Um, I, okay. I probably moved up uh, Corey Davis in my newest rankings. Corey Davis is a player who changed teams um, from Tennessee. Uh, he's oh, been yeah, doing right, a lot right, of work right. in the preseason. So but, I think I moved, yeah, I moved him above Elijah Moore, but he's still wide receiver. Well, let's six. just imagine Elijah Moore is a rookie. Okay. He's receiving the ball from, uh, from a rookie, a rookie yep. who's going to be handing the ball off to a rookie. Yep. Oh, I love this. I want all of it. <laughs> I want all of it because, I mean, this is uh, this is what I'm going to mention. All the time we think, oh, they're rookies. We don't know them. Uh-huh. And so they are just forgotten about with mm-hmm. too much of a mystery box and we don't touch it. Yep. I'm going to – I love the idea of, like, think of your three best friends, you know, <laughs> going off to school and, like, figuring things out on your own. You know what I mean? They have they have like the best time with their lives. They have no press. I mean, it's New York, fine, but like no one has any expectations for the Jets. There's more to it as well. They have a first time head coach, the 49ers oh defensive my coordinator. God. They got rid of Adam Gase, who was like <laughs> the worst coach in the league. So oh, I, I remember that. That was yeah. so bad. Yeah, that was terrible. So we've got all new stuff here. I think even their coordinator they took over from uh, oh, San Francisco. I cannot um, wait. He's new. To, to, so to enjoy this it's an experiment but they've looked good so far how, how so. is their offensive line um it's better than it was with darnold it's getting better so that doesn't say much it's better than the bengals that doesn't is say it much is it better. average um i think they would hope so they've got a couple good players <laughs> it just needs to come together so. that's like shooting to be a toby okay but i think they, they have a better coordinator here he's a little bit in the like kyle shanahan scheme of things and um and, and it is michael carter's job right uh, he's so he's more of like a CEH type. He's going to be more of a pass catcher type. So you're not going to get like 25 carries a game out of him, but he should okay. see the field. It, it's one of those backfields that may rotate a bit early on, but I think the talent. I'm, I'm taking a shot on Michael Carter every yeah, single late. place I go. Yeah. Uh, I that like just sounds, that sounds so much fun to me. <laughs> and uh, in Philly, Miles Saunders, Sanders, I'm sorry. Is he the guy? He's um, the guy in Philly, right? Yeah. It's just, I kind of, hate the Eagles offense other than Hertz running the ball, the quarterback. So um, sure. okay, they brought some people in, nobody that's like going to steal it from necessarily, okay. but so, all right. Biggest questions now. I, uh, who, who is the guy that's like, Oh man, if he just gets the playing time, he's legit. <laughs> I got a newsflash for you. It's a Packer. How does that sound? Oh, it sounds legit. It's AJ <laughs> Dillon. Isn't AJ it? Dillon. Yeah. Okay. He's just a monster. Um, so Jamal Williams leaves town. Uh, he used to get 40% of the snaps. Aaron Jones would get the other 60%. Um, Jamal Williams was like the third down back. Um, he's gone. A.J. Dillon fills in, not the third down back role, but maybe the goal line role, maybe rotating some series. But if something ever happened to Aaron Jones, um, he is an RB1, basically. Heaven I mean, forbid. Heaven forbid, yes. I would weep for days. But, um, I mean, any one week where he gets to start, he's going to be an R- He's going to be like a top 12 running back. So, um, I'm drafting him a lot just to sit on my bench. He may even have some value just scoring touchdowns during the year, like later in drafts. But um, he, he, that, there's such a good running game, and he's such a talented player that if it works, he could blow up. Um, I don't know if you want more than that. This, but, is, this uh, is incredible. I'm sorry. I'm just reading all these names for the first time, and they're amazing. Uh, I mean, Chubba Hubbard. Oh, yeah. Is That's the best name I've heard in a long time. <laughs> He's that's, a rookie, that's a, too. That's a baseball name. Uh, and that's that's incredible. I mean, he looks like he's the handcuff of Christian McCaffrey. Yep, and we saw Mike Davis was good last year filling in how, for McCaffrey. How, how, so. so is Hubbard an exciting running back? 
Um, he's a fourth round pick and actually his first preseason game, um, he had a really nice run. So he was pretty highly regarded and his last year in college kind of fell back a little bit, but um, I think they drafted him for a reason, like fourth round picks pretty legit. So I, okay. So anyone listening, somehow you don't know about the Cubulus staff putting out the, what we saw articles. I don't know what you've been doing with yourself, but those articles are unbelievable. And I, I purposely avoided everything for this podcast. I truly wanted it to be as genuine as possible because this is the most fun time ever. Um, but now I'm going to go back and I went through, at least I like went through and like scrolled down to see how much content there was. And it's incredible what you guys are like the amount of depth of highlights and, and analysis and everything is so great. Um, I will, I'm looking forward to going through that, but yeah, definitely check it out for the week two one that you guys had, obviously you have one for next week. When is the first game, by the way, I should know this, but I don't, uh, Thursday, September 9th. Oh man. When are we drafting? Soon. <laughs> <laughs> have we announced it have i just completely been a, like, no, no, I, I got it organized i just need to send it out so we'll but when it is it i need uh, to make sure i'm know. free when, uh, oh no we usually do slow drafts we'll do a fast slow. Oh, draft. okay good we'll do yeah. a slow draft yeah, yeah okay yeah yeah slow drafts are the best all right that makes me happy yeah okay all right well man i'm telling you everything i'm gonna do um okay so so yeah after dylan yeah you you should uh <laughs> after dylan is there someone else that's like yeah nick make sure you you circle that guy um, I think we've touched on a lot of them. Um, I mean, Tony Pollard's always an interesting handcuff behind Zeke if something because happens. Because of the offensive line. Yep. Um, Xavier Jones, like if Daryl Henderson gets hurt, I mean, he's not necessarily a great player, but we like that Rams offense. They have nice production for the running back. Um, I, You know, we're getting pretty deep now in drafts. Um, I think Giovanni Bernard is going to have a nice third down roll and catch some passes. I mean, this is like last round stuff we're talking about. Oh, yeah. Right, right, Um, right. But most of the, like, actual running backs with breakout potential are going to be gone by that A.J. Dillon, uh, Michael Carter range. Sure. Um, So, okay. So, so my game plan. Get tons of running backs. Get, like, four of them. And before, pick 35. Okay. Uh, I'm going to be getting getting Kelsey in there because, duh. Um, get Jalen Hurts, and then once it gets to be around seven or so or six, I'm like, all right, all right, wide receivers. So let's go to that now. Okay. Um, you're saying that everyone's avoiding running backs, and they're well, going up on on wide receivers, right? Not ever. It depends where you're drafting. If you're in some best ball leagues and some industry leagues, you get a lot of zero RB drafters. If you're in your home league, it's it's going to be, you know. Like we said, 15 running, running backs, backs in the first two yeah. rounds. So it depends okay. who you're drafting. So you said Devontae Adams and Tyree Killer are the one and two. I get it. No need to yeah. talk about that. DeAndre Hopkins is legit. We all know that. And he makes us feel dope. It's yep. the best. I Diggs really did come out a bit last year in Buffalo. I'm not doing that in the slightest. I uh, Sorry. It seemed like a one-year wonder in that way. I know he had some moments in Minnesota. Then he had a revitalization in Buffalo. Correct me if I'm wrong in that way. Yeah. No, um, he had good years in Minnesota and he got a ton of volume last year and uh, Josh Allen loved him. So nothing's really changed there. Same coordinator. Mm. Um, and he only scored eight touchdowns. So it wasn't like he just got lucky on touchdowns. So right, I right, love right. Diggs. I mean, I love all these top 15 receivers. Um, so you're now you're going to, it's going to be hard to get me to say anything bad about him. I am shocked. Tyler Lockett was so good. Yeah. But here's DK Metcalf and his speedy giant buff self at yep. seven. What's going on? I mean, it's just, you know, different stages of their career. You would expect more upward trajectory from Metcalf. And 
not the Lockets at the end of his career, but I think Metcalf has kind of done this, which has been really good for his two years in the league um, as a, a fairly unpolished route runner. And so I think there's just more room for growth. Um, and he was really good last year on just 129 targets. Like it, it, there's room for him to improve. So I think if, as they feed him the ball more, as he develops more of a game other than a deep game, there's he could just keep going up and up. All right. Uh, so of these guys, I mean, I know how dope AJ Brown is. Yeah. I, I know that one. Calvin Ridley. Yeah. The, he's only there because it needs to be someone in Atlanta. And I don't really like that. I don't know. I would probably go for the second guy in Atlanta, not the first. Well, I mean, I would it, say Ridley was like last year, even with Julio around, um, he led the league in air yards, which is just, you know, measuring how I'm trying how far to get at. Go. This is the point. This is what I'm trying to get at. Okay. You the second guy. Well, yeah, I mean, he was second to Devontae Adams in red zone targets last year. Like, Ridley oh, had good. a monster year. So, yeah. um, I, we'll see. But uh, I, I really like him. He's my wide receiver five. So, uh, okay. But it is a new coordinator, new coaching staff. It's There's mm-hmm. a lot of changes in Atlanta. And who's the QB in Minnesota? Kirk Cousins. Yeah, Kirk Cousins. All right. Okay. Well, <laughs> hey, here's Keenan Allen at nine. Obviously getting that. Duh. Um, I've been drafting him third round almost every single draft i do that's it's, what's up yeah so uh, I'm, I'm 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 a fan of that you know Dave you could, you could go eckler keenan allen and herbert you'd be just fine oh yeah um now <laughs> i will say that i okay so you have a i think a rookie qb in justin fields in uh, chicago too is that right well, Andy Dalton to start, but we'll see when Fields gets. Oh, I'm there. sorry, what now? Hey, Andy Dalton is uh, the starter to to begin the year. I love that you're laughing about this. Like, oh, we're so done with that one, Cincinnati. <laughs> oh, good luck, Chicago. Yeah, that is. Um, yeah, Allen Robinson is an unbelievably talented wide receiver. He just feels so bad that he doesn't have a proper slinger there. But hopefully, I, it's Fields. Oh uh, yeah, um, it, Fields of Dreams is more like that. Okay, I. <laughs> I will say that I was I was entering this being like, okay, last year I was in an eight-team leader, and I'm still going to do that now with my friends, which is really fun. It's so stupid, and it's great. Um, I had both Robert Woods and Cooper Cup, mm-hmm. and I had no idea what I was doing every week. Yeah. Uh, now, I, at first instinct, I was like, okay, uh, Goff is gone, and he really liked leading on those two guys, mm-hmm. so I'm out. But then it's like, oh, but Stafford. Yeah. Stafford's going to air this out. Yep. So who is the deeper target, Woods or Cup? I think it's Woods, right? Yeah, Cup's going to be the slot target. Woods is going to be out wide. I'm going, going for deeper. Woods here then, definitely. Yeah. Over but the it does give Cup a bump because Cup is best in the slot with three receivers. And because Goff was so bad the past couple years, they were playing more two tight end sets and kind of trying to protect Goff. So I, I think it's going to help both of them. They're going to open oh, this a, offense yeah. up. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be another thing of like, who do we go for, Woods or Cup? And I'll be like, I'm saying Woods. I'm defiantly saying Woods okay. this time. Uh, C.D. Lamb and Cooper, I'm just going to avoid. I'm sorry. I, lo- I love you, Dak, but I feel like that's the old Woods and Cup. And I'm like, I just can't choose. I'm not going to touch it. I'm so sorry. <laughs> uh, anything you want to add there? I mean, am I being silly about that? I mean, C.D. Lamb, I've got him ranked wide receiver 14, and I thought it was too high. And you should see where he's getting drafted. He's getting drafted up by, like, Keenan Allen. So people are all over him. Wow. Um, uh, he's awfully good. He's, a, I mean, it's second year. He's got all the signs of a breakout. I hope Dak's healthy. And, and look, look, that, that, Dak's that, got a shoulder injury and coming off the ankle injury. Now, that so. ADP is coming in like a lion, but let me tell you, it's going to go out like a lamb. Okay, <laughs> don't don't worry about that one. Um, we talked about Tyler Lockett. He made a really good point about the the trajectory and everything. I, I again, do like it, Lockett though, for sure. 
Now, Jefferson and Thielen, it's the same kind of thing. Like, all these good wide receivers are paired together. Mm-hmm. And I need I need to get those guys like, no, that's the one. That's the guy. And Tua is going to fall in love with Will Fuller. Will Fuller, so. I'm telling you. I'm telling well, you right Fuller, now. Will Fuller misses one week, so you might not like that. First week, he's got a carryover suspension from last year. How, why, why would he do that? I don't know. He, so I think, actually, he becomes a really good target because he's just going to be avoided. I have him at wide receiver 26, and he, he goes nowhere near that. Like, I get him way late in drafts. So. Right. That's great. I'll have him as my first bench guy, and that will be wonderful. I draft him constantly. And he was coming on like he had been just a deep threat previously. Last year, he was coming on as like a real wide receiver one, um, and then he got suspended for PEDs. So, you know, we'll see how that affects him. But so, um, I, okay. love, I love Will Ford. Now, you got to tell me right now, who is the QB in Denver? If it's not Locke, what is going on? Uh, if it's not Locke, it's Teddy Bridgewater. Oh, no. So, yeah, there's some mixed things here. Locke has looked really good in preseason, but it's just the preseason. Um, Bridgewater is not exciting, but he had – I mean, he produced three wide receivers for fantasy last year in Carolina. Um, DJ Moore was good. Robbie Anderson was good. Curtis Samuel was good. So, I don't know. There might be a little more room for optimism with that pass-catching group, but it still is a lackluster. I am getting Jerry Judy everywhere. I, yeah, he's – Super talented, one of the better route runners, and he's only in his second year. He had a lot of drops last year, um, but I think you could chalk some of that up to just awful quarterback play. So if he gets a bump, he could be one that jumps up this list like 20 spots next year. Absolutely. Um, I mean, I do like Sutton as well. Sutton's a very talented uh, wide receiver. And here's McCall Hardman. I remember last year being like, why aren't we drafting McCall Hardman more? And he's the number two now in Kansas City. Yeah, and he's getting some preseason hype. Um, I think we did the same thing last year, and he did nothing. So nothing really done nothing for us at all. Um, but it's just it's really appealing being there with Mahomes, and um, you know, there's the behind Tyree Kill and Travis Kelsey. There's not a lot. Um, Sammy sure. Watkins is out of town, so uh, he is a high upside, low floor shot in like the tenth round or whatever. Then, then who can forget Russell Gage? Yeah, I'm telling you, the number two guy in Atlanta is the one that you want. That was Calvin Ridley last year. And it's Russell Gage now. Yeah, I mean, I think Ridley and Julio were a little more talented. Uh, Gage what? is like Gage is more of a slot receiver, um, but okay. no, I like him deep in drafts. He should. Who's the number three? Oh, sorry, uh, Kyle Pitts. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> so um, no, he's a, he's you can wait on him, and I, I, he's solid. He's going to give you production. So it may not be uh, flashy, but now now tell me about this guy at twenty one here, Brandon Ayuk. Yeah, 49ers. Uh, he was a rookie last year. Um, their quarterback situation was, situation was a disaster. Uh, he really flashed, made some big plays. We're hoping that's better this year. Uh, but he just looks like a really talented, like, you know, after catch receiver, like they can throw short stuff to him. Um, he can break it big. He'll have Debo Samuel there to compete with him. Um, Debo's had trouble staying on the field, um, but they're both talented. Um, and I just kind of trust Kyle Shanahan. So, um, we may be a little early on Ayuk. We'll see how the quarterbacks develop here, but um, he is worth taking a shot on. And is uh, speaking of Pitts before, we have Michael Pittman Jr. I, I'm seeing here, I think he's the number one guy in Indianapolis. Yeah, I mean, it's been T.Y. Hilton. Um, he's still around, but he's just getting up there in age, and he's a deep threat, so it's just not as consistent anymore for fantasy. Right. Um, Pittman's second year, it's before Wentz got hurt, there was a little more optimism. Now they've kind of missed all of preseason to develop some chemistry. So we're we're really going in blind this year on Pittman. Um, he's talented. He was a second-round pick last year. So, um, yeah. All right. Okay. Uh, I mean, you know, that's something. I mean, there, there's my there's my boy Elijah Moore and Corey Davis. So one mm-hmm. of those two, I'm telling you. 
Corey Davis like, lately on football, uh, fantasy football Twitter is uh, he's on fire. He's uh, he's gotten like sixty percent of the targets in the preseason, and people are loving. This him. is oh, I'm so in. I was about to say Zach Wilson is going to find his guy. He's going to find it, and he's going to latch on. Here's my safety net. But before that, Elijah Moore was getting glowing reports out of camp. He was hurt for like a week, but he's back. He's the rookie. So I, they both look appealing. I'd take shots on both of them, honestly. Okay. All right. So. So here's the thing. I, I want to get a good sense of if, if it gets to be like the sixth round, who is still where? Yeah. Who can I target in the sixth round from here? Yeah. Let me pull up some ADP here, but um, I mean, receiver, there are a lot of options. It does dry up eventually, but you can still get some really good players in the sixth round. Um, you are probably looking at uh, maybe Chase Claypool. Maybe you can get there. Um, you can get maybe Odell Beckham. Uh, I know we're kind of not want to Odell Beckham. Beckham. Not yeah, uh, Jerry Judy though, someone you can target there. Okay, yeah. So yeah. I can I can Will Fuller will be later as well. Yeah, he's um, somehow going off the board like pick one oh three. I don't understand Ty- it. Tyler but. Boyd was fantastic last year, wasn't he? Yep, he's about ninety one ADP. Um wait, wait, like Rob, so, so, Robbie Anderson. He he's so got good this guy together. T. Higgins who's all of a sudden ahead of Tyler Boyd. Why? Oh, uh, T. Higgins was awesome last year for the Bengals. So. Was he? Yeah, until Burrow got hurt and fell apart. So um, the whole offense fell apart, but uh, he was doing, I mean, yeah, he looked like a number one receiver last year and um, they drafted Jamar chase, like, you know, top five picks. So, but he's been struggling so far in camp and um, Higgins was a really solid wide receiver too last year as far as fantasy. So um, he averaged, let's see, 88 yards receiving per game over his six games with Burrow. So he was looking really good for a rookie, especially. All right, so so I'm just thinking about draft plan now. I mean, look, if I can get in the first, you know, if I need to go for a, a wide receiver early key and now in third round, fine. Hey, that's my boy. Mm-hmm. I'm cool. That A.J. Brown is just going to be consistent, consistent, consistent. Mm-hmm. I'm totally down with that um, if I need to. DJ, DK Metcalf, I get it, but it's going to be A.J. Brown definitely for me. I, mean, I know you have him above, and it's going to be Keenan Allen above that either. I'm sorry. I'm just no. – I don't know why, but this is what I'm doing. This is it. Um, I'm all for, you know, chasing either Robert Woods or C- Cooper Cup. I think Stafford just goes for a receiver and lo- and needs that, mm-hmm. especially in, in a new place like that. Um, there's a, yeah, I don't really know any of these other guys, so don't <laughs> get out of here. Uh, I will stash Fuller later. Uh, Jerry Judy, I'm in on that one. Um, I could see Brandon Cooks maybe. You know, but it's, it's, I think honestly, and yeah, I'm taking that one back. I mean, there's something else in Houston, though. I mean, it's a mess. It might be Tyrod Taylor as a quarterback. So um, I'm not touching it. Not touching yeah. it. He's just like uh, the default wide receiver one there who's always been wait, pretty good. Antonio uh, Brown? He's the third receiver for the Bucks. Um, he's what? AB? Yeah. He's back? He, he, he came on last year. Um, he just kind of joined the team. I, yeah, he randomly for like one. Yeah, like for one well, game. No, no, he came on down the stretch. It was pretty good. So, uh, you know, he, not, he put up some production. I don't want anything to do with it. I don't want anything to do with that man. I uh, we're gonna then go uh, Pittman, Gage, and some uh, Corey Davis. Why not get in sprinkle it in there? Uh, and then later on, if I needed to get one or two more, just to be like, you know what, this is the end of it. Um, Michael Thomas, I would think. I mean, he's, I don't know where he's going in drafts nowadays. Uh, I haven't been drafting him. I just don't like taking players that are already injured. Um, he, no, he's he missed, hurt. Yeah, he missed a lot of last year. Um, I mean, he was the wide receiver one in drafts last year. Um, he missed a lot with injury and then 
angered the team this offseason and got late surgery on it. And now he's out for who knows how long, maybe five or six weeks. So um, there are some people out there that would sit him on their bench and wait for him to come back. But well, if you have an IL, that's a great pick to make. Then yeah. why not? Yeah, exactly. But why not? Yeah, I mean, they're starting to pile up. This is two straight years. He's missed significant time. So sure. he, he should right. still be in the prime of his career. But um, right, I, just, right, right, I like right, to right. avoid those situations if I can. And then it looks like uh, in Las Vegas, John Brown is the other target outside of Waller. Yeah, I mean, we would like it to be Henry Ruggs. He's the super fast receiver they drafted last year. He just hasn't shown much. Um, Brown, mm-hmm. they just brought over from Buffalo. Uh, he's produced in the past, so I, I'm not really going after many of the Las Vegas receivers. Um, uh, man, this is this is this is fascinating, and I, I'm seeing last one here, Jacoby Myers. He looks like the number one uh, New England guy. Yeah, well, that's how I have it. Um, he's had a lot of target volume in the past. Um, they brought in a couple receivers that I don't think that much of, Nelson Aguilar and Kendrick Bourne. Um, they've got a couple tight ends that they're going to use a lot that they brought in, but um, I know he's been like the slot guy who catches a lot of passes and cams looked a little better this preseason and Mac Jones, their rookie quarterback has looked pretty good. So I think the passing game will be better this year because it was like a zero last year. So um, Jacoby okay. Myers, you get him super late and um, he, he's, he's going to be a volume guy. He's not going to win you your league, but he, he might be able to get you, you know, five, six catches in a lot of games. And so let's say it's week one. I need a fourth receiver and I just need something to just make sure that like I have a good floor in that yep. first week past pick 45 who would mm-hmm. that be or pass a wide receiver 45 what um how do you feel about the giants this year <laughs> no so so not sterling, sterling, sterling shepherd is like free, not doing okay? it twice eric well sterling shepherd's free they brought in kenny galladay who's the wide receiver one there but he's already hurt so oh man um shepherd's done it before uh so he would be one i was looking at um if you want a rookie um amon ross st brown he is a rookie for the Lions. They have absolutely it's nothing in receiver. Yeah, I love that name. Game. Yeah. So he's um, most of their other receivers are like downfield options who Goff is not going to do well with. He's more of a slot type. So, right. Um, so he's, he's got the cup of Detroit. Yeah. Except they're he's not, not very good. Cup. Well, yeah, the, yeah, okay. yeah, the offense is bad. But uh, yeah. Gotcha. So he's one I would look at. Um, we're getting pretty deep after that. But I mean, I think Jacoby Myers, you nailed one there that I would look at. Um, we've seen a lot of injuries in New Orleans. Marquez Callaway, this is like a super, super deep receiver. But um, with Michael Thomas hurt, um, Traquan Smith has been in and out a little bit. If Jameis is throwing the ball, he'll he'll produce for a receiver. And Callaway had a really good game last uh, preseason game. So Nice. Yeah. All right, we'll see, we'll see what happens there. Uh, last two here very quickly because it's yeah. kickers and defenses. So kickers, is it just Justin Tur- Tucker's amazing? Or is there like a little mini tier of like these are the ones you want to make sure you get? Um, no, there's not so much a tier with Tucker. Um, I think the top ones are like Tucker, Butker, um, Koo, Younghui Koo in the, uh, in Atlanta. Right. He's a fun yep. one. That's a good name. Um, Jason Sanders in Miami was really good last year. Tyler Bass in Buffalo. You're getting him. You attached over to a really Lutz. good offense. What's, what's Lutz is hurt Lutz? now. Lutz is hurt. Oh. The rare kicker injury. So, um, oh, don't man. draft Lutz right away. Um, what did he we'll do? I don't know. Some kind of soft tissue injury. <laughs> it's his arm injury or something. Yeah, right, that doesn't. Yeah. Who cares? Oh no, an ankle injury. So yeah, um, I know. It had, it had to have been missed, a lower body. He but. missed some time. So I, I think probably down to Tyler Bass at five. That's maybe the top tier. But you still got good options. I mainly just go after kickers that are attached to a good offense. And right. if I can get one in a dome, um, that's a bonus. You don't have mm. to worry about the weather. But Great call. Uh, Tucker and Butker have been so good that I don't care I mean, about the weather have, for them. They have K E R at the end. It's almost kicker. 
So that, that's them. They got it. Uh, yeah. And then defenses. I uh, okay. Two questions I have about defenses. All right. Yeah. One is there a is there a defense really right now that we just say, guys, this is going to be like that kind of defense that is just we know they're unbelievably good, and you should be maybe not getting them in the last round. Uh, I mean, I never do that. So I always stream defenses. So right. not for me necessarily. I mean, the Ravens are always good. Um, they're loaded with talent. The Rams are kind of top heavy. They have two of the best defenders in the league. If something happened to him, them, but it's, it's Ravens, Rams, Steelers, Buccaneers. Those are my top ones. Um, and they might be worth reaching around or too early, but I generally just take a kicker second to last round. Cause I don't want to have to stream kicker. And then I take a defense last round with a good week one matchup. Gotcha. Um, so, so, so who has the best week one matchups right now? Yeah. So um, there's a couple on the radar. Um, one I really like is the uh, Denver Broncos. They play the Giants, then the Jaguars, and then the Jets. So that's an excellent oh, start. Leave it to the Broncos to disappoint you. Let me tell you. <laughs> well, so, they do have a good what, defense though. What's, but, what's um, the next one? <laughs> um, Buffalo gets a pretty, these are like, I'm going for the non-elite defenses here, but Buffalo right, gets um, Pittsburgh, Miami, Washington, and Houston to start, which is a pretty oh, nice yeah. schedule there. Yeah, I, w- I would go for that one. I generally like to go with defenses that ha- support good offenses. Yep. Um, San Francisco gets Detroit and Philadelphia. Less time for the other team to score. Yeah. No, you also, you want them ahead. So they, the other team's passing and you can get sacks. So that you definitely do want them attached to good offenses. So there you go. And and by the way, my analysis means absolutely nothing. Just so anyone knows like, oh yeah, Nick, you know everything because what a smart thing that no one has ever thought of. Uh, It's not ever. That was perfect. I mean, like a defense, like the Packers, they're never that great, but, um, they're good for fantasy because they're always ahead and other teams playing from behind, getting sacked and turning that's, over. That's so a you're really right. good point about sacks. I didn't even thought about that. Yeah. So. Um, all right. So I'll get the bills. Why not? Yeah. That sounds good to me. Uh, but anyway, that's, that's really it. Uh, um, before we go, I'm going to ask you to give me um, your number one sleeper. I know this is really fun. I'm, I'm even having the rabbit quotes right now. <laughs> so what is even a sleeper these days? Um, but a guy that like, I'm going to see Yahoo ADP and that you're like way different on that. I need to be alarmed about before that happens. <laughs> I mean, I think we've already talked about him. Will Fuller. I mean, he's my biggest sleeper. I, I would draft him three rounds ahead of where he's going. Sure. We're um, on the same page already there. Yeah. So, um, and I mean, I already, that. I already mentioned AJ, AJ Dillon at running back. I'm way ahead of ADP on him. Mm. Um, I actually, sometimes I wait too long and get sniped on him and I get angry at that, but, uh, uh, no, I mean, I, I think I, I don't think I could see you angry, honestly, <laughs> Eric. Well, they asked on the uh, mock draft last night what I do when I'm sniped, and I said I, I silently sneeze, seethe for a few minutes. So oh, I think more my sneezing thing. is a hilarious <laughs> way to let out your anger. You know, yeah. it's so, such an ex- aggressive exhaust. Right. So yeah, I mean, other than AJ Dillon, my sleeper running backs would be rookies. It would be Trey Sermon or Javante Williams. Um, Javante Williams with Denver, we didn't really talk about him. But mm. um, I, I generally, we're pretty good at, at ranking these running backs. And so you have to take on some risk to get the sleepers. And right. I generally, if they've been in the league long enough and haven't broken out, I'm going to go with the rookies and uh, take a shot. That, that's a really good way of putting it, right? If they've been in the league a while, they're not going to all of a sudden click one one time. Yeah, It occasionally um, happens. Like Mike Davis last rare. year. Yeah, sure. Uh, that's that's a really really good point. And who is a guy that's in the, you know, I, w- I would say the top fifteen of each one, for wide receivers and running backs that you guys say Nick like do not do not get sucked into this. Yeah, top fifteen at running back. Um, 
Man, I, I go back and forth on Saquon all the time. I'm going to skip him because of his upside. I'm going to say Nick Chubb only because people draft him like he is a first-round talent, and I don't think he is. He, he has the talent, but not for fantasy purposes. So um, for running back, I would say Nick Chubb. Um, if you can get well, a mid-second, fine. But It's pretty hilarious to me. I mean, we've got Chubb B going 13, but Chubb A is 57, and that's Chubb up. <laughs> yeah. So I, I would rather take A over B. Yeah. Give me, give me Chubb at the end of the draft. I'm with you. So um, receivers, it's tough for the top 15. Um, I think I would probably go with hmm, – it's a tough one because I really like all these receivers. I, I think right. it's Allen Robinson. You already kind of talked about it, though, so I'm trying not to agree with you on all these. But oh, well, uh, I think know, there's enough I, <laughs> there's enough. I know what I'm doing, Eric. Yeah. So <laughs> – Either Robinson or Chris Godwin or, I mean, either Godwin or Evans. Like I could see one of them falling back while the other steps up in Tampa Bay. They're so hard to predict. So that's probably the little range there um, that I'm a little uncertain about at receiver, but I really like all the top 15. I would say a little, a little farther out Julio. I would say Julio is one to avoid. He's just, yeah, he never practices anymore. We never know how much he's going to play. Right. And how scary is Terry? He's uh. He's interesting. I, you get the gunslinger with Fitzpatrick throwing him the ball. Um, he's had really, he's like Allen Robinson. He's had really bad quarterback play in his career. So uh, you get a little connection with Fitzpatrick. It could be better than the Haskins and the Alex Smith stuff he had to deal with before. So um, I, I like him, but um, he's just outside that top two tier for me. So, well, well, there we go, Eric. I am ready for my draft now. Uh, I hope everybody enjoyed this. Me with my ridiculousness um and i hope you got upset at how poor my analysis was thanks to eric for saving all of us especially my draft um but eric really thank you so much for taking the time to you know to talk all this out with me oh no it was great i always love having you on i'm gonna ask you some fancy baseball questions after this so i'm just staying on for that but uh because my whole team is hurt so speaking of injuries but other than that uh no it's been great talking to you i love doing this every year um and yeah just uh yeah yeah i'm sure you already are but give pitch list a fall they're doing great stuff. <laughs> oh yes <laughs> you, should, you should definitely do that but uh but no i'm really excited for you guys you have a, a fantastic team really yeah. uh, if there's anything that you know the, the what we saw us have shown is just you guys have gotten even better every single year uh yeah just really excited for a really fun year for you and especially taking you down in your finals <laughs> i'm totally gonna win now uh I, i'm just only gonna get chargers offense that's it yeah. yeah, that's just that's just that. Who's their who's their tight end? Oh yeah, Jared Cook. Yeah, Jared Cook. absolutely. All day. May throw a kicker Jared in Cook. there. Just yeah, yeah. We got um. Wow, Bag uh, Bagley is pretty low actually at sixteen. I feel like maybe he should be getting a little bit of a raise. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Uh, yeah, I'll bump him up uh, yeah. <laughs> three stocks. There. How about that? We'll don't do the top that. <laughs> Definitely don't do that. But uh, but thanks so much for having me, Eric. Oh, absolutely. Thanks for joining me.